Howdy friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host R.P. Smith. This week I'll be making a trip to Grand Island where I'll be part of a program for the U.S. Custom Harvesters Convention along with my Kansas pal Barry Ward. Being in the branch of agriculture that I'm in, I haven't dealt a lot with custom harvesters unless you count when I used to have Marvin come and chop my silage. It was usually the longest few days of my year. Not only was I dealing with my own equipment that was a little shaky, wagons that are only used a couple days a year might not get maintained like they should, but Marvin had put his machinery line together while being a dedicated farm sale attendee at sales across the country and looking at some of his best buys, possibly on south end of Mexico. Over the course of several days of chopping, we would usually get the weak links in the system identified. I think my experiences working at the chopping silage is a big part of why I moved our calving season later in the year and traded off the feed wagon. I know not everyone feels this way about chopping silage. I have a neighbor who commented he sure hopes they have that job in heaven. I told him if I'm on the crew, one of us is not where we'd hope to spend eternity. There's a type of poetry that I'm not familiar with called slam poetry. I'm not sure what that means, but I suppose it could be when you use poetry to slam someone, which I try to avoid. But the poor, defenseless parts person the local implement dealer could become an easy target on days when equipment is not holding together. This poem is a complete fabrication from an overactive imagination, and any similarities to a real person are completely coincidental. He sits upon his stool and levels an icy glare. The sign says customer service. He sure makes you wonder where. Being a parts man isn't easy. You don't see folks at their best. But his level of indifference raises him above the rest. He don't look to be ambitious and the rumors do abound. If he were really too lazy to feed himself, he would not be that big around. When I get up to the counter, I tell him of my plight. He appears to be ignoring me just staring at the light. We don't have that in stock. That would be my guess. If you want to pay the freight, we can ship it UPS. Can we jerry-rig up something just enough to get me through? His good eye narrows to a slit. Do I look like the creator to you? Now he wouldn't be confused with deity, at least not to me it seemed, but he might make the front line on the opposing team. A miracle has happened. I see what I need on the shelf. He curls his lip into a snare and growls, Just help yourself. I lay the part upon the counter. He sticks his finger in his nose to pick it, thinking if he stalls long enough, someone else will post the ticket. No one came to our rescue, so he waits longer still, and finally giving up, he says, We'll just send you a bill. As I leave that store, I wonder, how does he stay employed? At worst, folks leave disgusted. At best, they leave annoyed. A season for all things and all things in their season. Reflecting on this scripture, I recognize the reason. Leeches and three-toed sloth have a purpose, don't you see? And in a revelation, his value appears to me. 
Why, I'm almost embarrassed I did not see it before. His contributions are so obvious, how could I ere ignore? He is a builder of workplace morale. At last I understood. Anyone standing next to this guy is bound to look real good. Thanks for riding along on Homegrown this morning. Hoping the Lord blesses you real good today, that he's raining on your place, and that our happy trails cross again soon. I'm R.P. Smith.